amazing guest. Wow. <laughs> Don't give me so much credit. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? Aaron Krauss, the, he has the best-selling product in the history of Shark Tank. Is that amazing. correct? Amazing. It is. It is. And um, it's also the, the happiest um, product in the history of Shark Tank, you know? I, I, I have my own. <laughs> I'm going to replace my face with the smile. Right? I love it. I love it. Scrub Daddy, what a great product. It works. It works well. Congratulations on all your success. Thank you. Thank you. I, it's not for lack of uh, hours and hours and hours of work. So anyone who thinks this is an overnight success, let me clear the air now. This is 30 years in the making. And I, I turned 50 the other day. Can you believe I'm 50? Oh, um, you I got to I, well, that's just because I dye my hair for TV now because I'm on QVC a couple days a week. I, the last time I was watching my QVC show, I was like, who's that old guy? Oh, my God, it's me. No, that's not true at all. <laughs> I've seen you. We're going to get to QVC in just a minute because your pitching is so good. It, Thank it's, you. It's amazing. I mean, you're you're um, – now, we've met a couple times at the trade shows, and you're just a natural at pitching. Did you have to learn how to do that because – I've seen you on QVC. I've seen it at the trade shows. How did you learn how to pitch so well? Well, I mean, first of all, I am a naturally outgoing person. So that's just, um, I'm naturally hyperactive. Um, I'm naturally social. And, you know, I've always had um, just a, a very outgoing personality. I'm just not, you know, I'm not one of these introverted people. I, I just, I'm in your face almost. And, and in some aspects of my life that's been difficult there's certain people that i i actually rub the wrong way because i'm just so you know who constantly who? on who? you know on, yeah just in your face all the time um but the pitch pitching is is actually an art um and that's not something that you know you can be outgoing and be in your face that doesn't mean that you present a really great pitch and you hit all of the different aspects of what your product and your sales pitch is okay. to a potential buyer or investor and that I hone that skill over literally 30 years of going to trade shows okay. in, you know, in all my previous businesses and just one-on-one -on -one presenting to a customer and watching their eyes and watching their facial expressions. And you can see, Oh, that, that worked. Like you see someone's eyebrows go up. You're like, Oh, I, I got something there. And I, I remember those mm -hmm. and I would refine it every single time. And the pitch would start to get better and better. And I'd cut things out that I could see, you know, it took too long to do. Okay. And it was too <clears throat> tedious to do. Um, and and it didn't, it, I, I didn't get that interest where people are like, oh, wow. Like you see someone's facial expression go, you know you got them. And then you take that demo and you just expend on it, expound on it. And you really, um, you hone that skill. So I not only had done that at trade shows over years and years. But when I originally started doing Scrub Daddy, um, it wasn't selling in the stores. And I was offered by one of the owners of a, of a supermarket store to go there and set up a booth and literally show and demo Scrub Daddy. And I had really never done that before. And so, you know, every person that walked up, I would do a little song and dance. And, you know, and, and, if, they, and if they bought one, I knew that I did the right deal. And by the time I had done that for four or five weeks, I'm telling you, if you were anywhere near my booth, first of all, I would grab you. You know, I wasn't shy. I wouldn't just stand there and let people walk by. You're like, ma'am, have you seen this? You have, you, give me two minutes 
And I promise you, you're going to be happy just like this. And they come over and be like, it's a smiley face sponge. How great can that be? And I already know in the back of my head, they're finished. They're a goner. Once I brought them in front of the booth, by the time I show them what this thing can do, they're going to go and they're going to buy it. And that's exactly what happened. And, and I got so good at that, that when I went and did that same pitch at QVC for the buyer, they said to me, we like the product and we want you to be the on-air pitch man. And I was like, huh. Now, this, this took me into a, an area that I really wasn't sure about, whether or not I was someone who could be on television. I mean, that's a, there's, that just sends butterflies into me. Like, <laughs> like, wait, this is different. This isn't one-on-one pitching with people. The dynamic changes instantly because you're no longer pitching to a person that's in front of you, that you're interacting with, that you see their facial expressions, that you make eye contact with. What you're doing now is you're literally an actor and you're going to be in front of a camera and you have to have that same emotion to an an inanimate object and you know that it's all fake. Like you know that you're in a fake studio. You're not in a real kitchen or you're not behind your demo booth. You're in a a fake studio and there's just, you know, a bunch of cameras in front of you and you know that you're putting on a show. And I wasn't sure I could do that. Um, And I luckily, I not only could I do it, but I, but I really enjoyed it. Well, you, I've watched your QVC. You're fantastic. You love the camera. The camera loves you. Thank because you. Thank you. whatever you've That's done, when you're talking to that camera, you're talking to us. You're talking to me. And you're, you've really got it down. So when you're on QVC, is it scripted? Do you, do you have to do a lot of, it's, it's live, right? So it's not really, is it scripted? How tight are you to a script? Oh, my God. QVC is the scariest thing you can do. It's unscripted. It's completely impromptu. It's 100% live. And your time, your money is on the line. And you're also obligated by a bunch of legal terminologies that you're not allowed to do. Everything else is just open to game. And you have no idea what's going to happen. And crazy things happen. Like I, I, I've learned, I used to go to the, the show and be like, all right, I'm going to start the show off and I'll say, you know, this line because it's coming up on like springtime and I'll, but, and then, you know, the show starts and the host's like, so Aaron, what's it like to be like, you know, so successful on Shark Tank? And you're like, so springtime is coming. And I was like, so you can't do that. You can't do that. So you can't prepare for anything because you have no idea what's about to happen to you and anything can happen to you. And the, you have to go with the flow. So I, I know in my mind, I've got 40 demos in front of me. I know how each one works. And, and, and the host can say to me anything they want, and I'm going to move right to that demo. And it happens all the time. Like, I think I'm about to do, you know, the next scrubbing demo. And the host like, and Aaron, by the way, I used it the other day to peel potatoes. Can you show that to us? And I'm like, absolutely. Let me show you. You take it, you dip in the water, and I know where the potato is, and I know where I'm going next. And I do that demo and then I flow it into whatever I need to do next. So you have to know all of your repertoire and be able to mix and match it anywhere you want. And you have to go with the flow of the host because the show is inherently not yours. And believe me, the host will tell you this before the show. God forbid you take that position away from them and you think you're selling the product. You are in a lot of trouble. And I mean, at my first bunch of shows, I literally got told off. I got told off by host. I, one of the hosts said to me straight up, you know what, Aaron? This isn't your show. 
This is my show. And in my show, you'll follow my lead and you will not interrupt me. And you'll answer the questions as I give them to you. And I was like, oops, I didn't, I just got excited. I was, so, you know, QVC is, is, is a very scary thing. And, and literally it's a hundred percent live, hundred okay. percent. Um, and, and if you say things, you know, I have a script, um, I never, I don't have a script of what I can, uh, what I'm supposed to say. I have a script of what I can't say. Mm-hmm. Legal things. Like, Aaron, you may not say that this doesn't scratch any product ever. Can't say that. You can say what you have independently lab tested. So, th- so this product doesn't scratch glass, plastic, stainless steel, or nonstick cookware. You can even use it on the hood of your car. There it is, dude. I don't say... And you can use this on any product, anywhere in your house, at any time, and it will never scratch. Because when I finish saying that, and the show's over, two security guards will be waiting for me at the side of the show, and they will escort me out of the building, and I will never be on QVC again. And so, literally, you're in your mind, you're thinking about it the whole time. Don't make those, don't make wild claims, Aaron. Don't say it doesn't do any. It will last forever. Don't say. I say, and and it doesn't smell for up to two months, lab tested. Oh, that's because I had that lab tested. I will not say this never smells ever <laughs> for the rest of your life. You just don't want to do that stuff. And so uh, it's it's scary and there's no script and it's completely impromptu. And then the worst part is you also know that you need to hit numbers. This isn't just a show like Shark Tank where it's fun and you're, you know, you're negotiating. What's the worst that happens? They say no to you. So you still did a demo in front of 10 million people. Great. Um, this is like, Aaron, your numbers didn't hit what we our goal. That product's done. Ship it back, guys. Next next product, and you know you could be off air if you only have one product on QVC. You're not long for the world on QVC. Yeah. I mean, the only way I've stayed on QVC for seven years is that we keep innovating and coming out with another product. Scrub Daddy, Scrub Mommy, Lemon Scented, Colors, Big Daddy, Scour Daddy, um, Eraser Daddy, like. I keep going back on because we keep, you know, changing that. Oh, now we're doing gift packs. You know, it's holiday season, so we've got a gift pack. It's got a beautiful little bow on the top. The man that invented Scrub Daddy and made it famous on QVC, then Shark Tank, and then on QVC again <laughs> is Eric Krause. I thought you were talking about me being the most popular you guy. You are the second most behind SpongeBob. <laughs> All right, tell us about this. Well, this is our new partnership with Nickelodeon, and we hark back to SpongeBob's smile of face and then to Bikini Bottom. SpongeBob lives in a pineapple under the sea. And these smell like beautiful pineapple. They smell great. You will actually make a tropical scent all over your kitchen. So if you love pina colada scent or pineapple, these are delicious. Now here, this is burned on cheese, mustard, tomato sauce, browning gravy. Now the Scrub Daddy Flex Texture side is cutting right through that. And Sean, I'm only using cold water. But then you've got the soft absorbent foam side. So you scrub, you flip, you wipe and your job is done and all the mess is now in your sponge. Now, I'm gonna Can switch I, over here. Do you mind if I peel no, a carrot? Please, peel, peel a carrot. Does anyone wanna you, laugh? Cause I am. If you put this in cold water, it makes it so firm, it actually will peel carrots. I'm peeling carrots. a carrot. You can peel a potato too. No, I- well, who, okay, to, I have so many questions here, I'm dying. Okay, so wait a minute, okay. Let's start with this. How many times have you been on QVC? Do you even know? So I've been on QVC. Are you ready? I've done over 280 live shows in seven countries. <laughs> That's all? Okay. So, okay. That's right. it. Um, and, 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 uh, and I've been on sometimes as many as 12 times a day. 
Oh, so how do you learn? You project this positive energy. You really believe in your product because it does work. I have it. I've, I've used it. It's a wonderful product. Um, you smile as you're presenting. How do you do that too? I mean, have you learned how to, is that something you've just learned? You watch yourself? How do you know how I to got do that? Well, first of all, of, of course, I always watch myself. And every show that I do, I watch it and I learn from it. And I learn, I look at angles, you know, every angle that I'm, that I'm presenting to the camera. You know, there's, there's a point where I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm showing the product like this and I'm moving my hand like this. And I'm like, dude, you can't do that. You can't, you don't, that's not, naturally you do that while you're talking to somebody in real life. But when you're on a camera, what you want to do is this, holding it still and making sure, you see how I'm adjusting that smile right now? I, I'll, I'll literally do this in the camera, like, oh, look at that. Yeah. And I'll hold it nice and still, and then I might point to it, you know? But I'll hold it still for the camera so it's in the, the middle of the lens. And this is all stuff that I've learned by watching myself and being like, so when I'm showing, I'm doing this kind of stuff. Wow, I don't want to do that. I want to stop and do that. And each time you watch yourself, you get better. Now, that being said, you're asking me, did I have to learn how to be excited and positive about my product? And the answer is no. So the reason that what I do on Scrub Dye resonates so well is because I 100% believe in it, know it works. I know it's not snake oil. I'm selling you something that you're going to love and you're going to use over and over again. You're going to thank me for it. And I feel that inside. So every time that I'm at QVC and someone comes up to me and is like, Aaron, your pitch is incredible. Like, could you represent my product and, and demo? Like, I'm like, no, I can't. I can't because I'm not a paid actor and I'm not acting. I'm representing something that's my passion. And so what's coming across on the camera is real passion. And I'm telling you, that's why you get a real appreciation for actors because I'm not one of them. And I, I, I'm lucky that when I present my products, I'm presenting it like literally from my heart and, and it's a huge difference. Anyway, that comes across on the camera and, and, and people believe it and they buy it. They know that I'm not acting. The camera picks up on everything and they could tell if you're not the real deal. So I'm glad that you said that. It comes from the heart because the product, like I said, that's not fake. You can't fake that. No. Right? And, and of course, that resonates with every business owner. You know, when you have a company and you own a product, you should 100% believe in your product. And that should come across every time you make a pitch, whether it's to a camera or it's, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, you know, presenting it to an investor or presenting it to someone you're trying to sell. When I go to Walmart and I, I'm in front of the buyer, believe me this is the same person and they're like, they feel that energy and they, it's kind of infectious. They start to be like, yeah, I know. I, I use your product at home too. And I love it. It's like, and I'm like, I know. I, know. I, I remember at one of the trade shows and we're going to show a picture. Um, we're together on these trade shows and you did the pitch and I was there and I was watching. I, I thought, this is like QVC. I mean, you were so good. <laughs> it was like, and he's doing it for me. I th it was a personal pitch. And yeah, it's just spectacular. Well, now we've created the most beautiful functional dish wand you will ever see. This is called Scrub Daisy. And it sits in a vase at your sink with quick connect interchangeable heads. This one's called the Daisy. The Daisy lets you get all the way into the bottom of mugs, cups, your Nutra Bullet when you're making that shake. It quick disconnects and you can change it instantly to the flexible hyacinth. The Hyacinth is a 14-inch long bottle scrubber. This is going to let you get all the way to the bottom of your bottles, your water bottles, and even 
into baby bottles. And because it's completely flexible, you can see when I bend it, it actually gets all the way around the rim. Instantly, you can change that out to the sunflower. And the sunflower incorporates our brand new material called Scour Daddy. And this puts it on a 45 degree angle, so it's a plate, pot, and surface scrubber with a scraper built in on the back. And they're all gonna sit in this beautiful, functional vase. And the vase itself actually has a suction cup that's a drain. So these lines up at the edge of your sink, it suctions it down, and then you can either use it with or without the vase. Bam! <laughs> Scrub Daddy, out. <laughs> He's the guy. Um, I, I love going to trade shows. That's where you, you really interact directly with, you know, the people who are using your product. I get so much great feedback from that. Again, I get no feedback from the camera. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's you're looking when you're on well, QVC. Wait, wait, you do with the orders. You do get the feedback. With the do, you do. And actually, to be very honest, there's an earpiece in my ear and um, the producer's talking to you during the show as well. And sometimes they'll tell you, um, Aaron, we're going to go to camera four or we're going to you know, we're going to switch to like a lifestyle video. So they'll warn you. And sometimes they're like, oh, great demo. Huge spike in sales, Aaron. Keep it going. And you're like, yeah. And, and that just pumps you. <laughs> yeah, you can actually hear that. It's exciting. Um, let's 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 look back a little bit. You're a, when reading some of the things that you've done, you're a materials expert, aren't you? Kind of. I mean, this is, didn't happen by accident. You know, I'm not a materials expert. I am an inventor, um, and I and I ref I usually call myself um, an inventor more than anything. Not not an engineer, um, not a material specialist, not a scientist. I'm an inventor. I I see problems in the world. I immediately visualize solutions to them, and then I immediately go to work on creating a solution to it and seeing if it's marketable. Um, and, and seeing if it's worth putting my time into it. And so I have 28 patents, um, six more pending, and I'm always inventing something, and it doesn't have to be a sponge. Um, in fact, I, if you, my latest um, huge project is I am uh, now an owner of a, a new ice hockey stick company. Uh, I play ice hockey. I coach ice hockey. I'm passionate about, about it, um, and my, I coach my son's team. I'm a season ticket holder to the local uh, team here in Philadelphia, the Flyers. And um, I got involved in this company that was developing a new ice hockey stick called Tovi Hockey, T-O-V-I. And literally, they have, we're going to change the game of ice hockey forever. We've created the first solid molded carbon fiber blade that's so strong and durable that we perforate it with an open pattern like a, like a racket. And the air goes right through the blade and it reduces the coefficient of drag by 10%. So everything in the game is faster. Passing, shooting, how'd you find, stick handling. How did they find you or how did you find this? Well, again, I, I'm in the hockey world, right? So I'm, I, I'm coaching. I'm on the ice two days a week. I'm coaching games all weekend. So I'm, I'm always involved in stuff in ice hockey. And some people who were working on this project heard about the Shark Tank thing, knew that I was an inventor and thought, you know, so I'm getting pitched every day now by people who have great ideas and inventions. They're like, can you help me with my invention? And they send, a lot of people send me stuff. Very honest, I have very limited time, and I usually it's not something that's in my wheelhouse. Now, when you send me an ice hockey stick, um, that's straight in my wheelhouse. And I looked at it and went, there's something to this. And I started experimenting with it. And I found out right away, not only there's something to it, but I would have my son start testing it and see if he gets any better with it. And it revolutionized his game. And, and from then, I knew 
I actually called them up. You'll enjoy this story. I called them up and I said, guys, you know, I'm looking at your product. It's really interesting. Um, you guys know who I am. Uh, you guys want to play a game? They're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, it's called Shark Tank. I want this percentage of the company <laughs> for this much money. And, and here's the deal. I want a seat on the board and I want full control of your branding, marketing, logo, advertising. You give me carte blanche on that because quite honestly, you have no idea what you're doing. And they were like, done. Sign so wait a minute. You're a shark now. And now, and now I flipped the table, right? So yeah, I jumped the shark. <laughs> <laughs> jumped the shark. Um, and yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was one of the first times I I took that position of I really need to be involved in this company. Unfortunately, um, I can't run it. I'm far far too busy uh, doing Scrub Daddy every single day. Um, so I'm on a you know a board meeting call once a week with them, and okay. I've done a lot of stuff for them. Um, and and we're on the market. We're selling a couple sticks a day right now. It's growing. Um, and I, I've had the unbelievable fortune, um, you know, because I love ice hockey. I, I was actually standing in front of. Do you know who PK Subban is? No. All right. No. So your your viewers will. Um, he's one of the greatest hockey players in the NHL right now, and he's very very famous. I'm um, on the West Coast. I, we don't see as much hockey over here on the West. So. <laughs> well, you guys had a great team. Well, we have the ago. Sharks, but you yeah, know, I, and I've been to a couple games. Yes. Well, P.K. Subban's married to Lindsey Vaughn. You know who that is? Yes. He's the famous oh. – ski- okay, so he's – just to give you an idea, yeah, that's how that's how Pretty big popular he is. guy. Oh, yeah. He's a really popular guy. Anyway, I was uh, presenting the stick to him the other day, and he was blown away. I, he was so blown away that he gave me his stick and said, I want you to match all my specs and send me a stick. So uh, this is like – for me, I can't tell you how much fun it is to um, marry my passion – uh, with inventions and business, it's literally, it's the greatest thing you can do in life. So Aaron, tell me this now that, I mean, you're a pretty popular guy and I want to thank you for coming on and sharing really, this with everybody. I got my, I got my 15 minutes of fame. I've been uh, dragging it more out than for that. seven can, years now. Can you just pick up the phone and call people? Is it easier for you now that you're, you're well known, you've got a great product, you're, you're on TV. I mean, you're, you're kind of like that you're kind of a celebrity to all us entrepreneurs. I mean, you, you're kind of the deal. So is it easy to reach out to companies? Will they take your call? Yes. Um, it's a lot easier now because, I mean, of course, um, in, in business, just as in life, you know, reputa- reputation precedes you, right? And so when you have a reputation um, of proven success and people know that you're, you're not, you know, BSing them, um, will people take your call? Of course. I mean, they, they are much more open. I mean, I have, now I have built in relationships, right? So when I call, I can call, you know, the buyer of of Walmart and be like, I've got two new products to show you. And they're like, they'll want to see the new products. Um, Whereas, you know, if, if, you know, someone just called up, you know, Walmart was like, can I speak to the buyer for sponges? They'd be like, good luck. So um, absolutely. And I know all, all success builds on a foundation. And of course you want to, make your foundation you know, one of trust and one of a proven track record. And so it's become, and it, and it does become easier actually at that point. I've also found that I also have the infrastructure now, right? I have so much infrastructure that I've built within my organization and around the world that when I have an idea, it's not like, where do I go with this? It's like, Oh, this is an electronic. I know exactly who to go to to start that project. And, and I, and I built those, those relationships and, and that reputation. So when I call that guy, he knows I'm for real. He knows I'm not going to screw him around. And he knows that there's a, there's real potential business behind, 
you know, what I'm, what I'm offering. And, and that's exactly the story of how these guys let me into the hockey stick company and, and why I have such clout with them um, and why they put, they gave me a seat on the board, um, you know, right off the bat. And it, it's nice to hear, you know, we're, we're a couple years into it now, them actually saying that was the right decision and we love having you on board. And like, I live for that. Like, so wait a minute. when are you going to be a shark on Shark Tank? That's what I want to know. I, I got terrible news for you. I, I've been pushing that narrative for probably four years with Shark Tank. And I've been dreaming about that moment. And I feel like I'm, I was uniquely qualified because of the television experience I had with QVC. And they kept saying, oh, we're not ready yet. We're not ready yet. And then, of course, last season, the to my horror, uh, on episode one, they they did that. They brought the first entrepreneur in the history of the show on, and it was um, Jamie Siminoff from Ring, because he sold his business for a billion dollars to Amazon. Not bad. And, uh, not, and not that was bad. you know that not was bad. that was a tough that was a tough moment for me. I'm going to be honest. Like I I had dreamt about that moment and thought about that moment and was like I can't wait to like you know tell Mark you know hey Mark settle down. The last time that you were actually like in the trenches and actually doing something was what, 50, 50 years ago? Okay, I'm, I'm actually still doing it every day. And, and I, I mean, I, I had great clients that. that I was like all prepared to do. Um, anyway, they, they didn't do it. Um, and and that, uh, that moment's passed. Do I think I'll ever be a shark on Shark Tank? I don't know. I think um, I, I don't, I, it depends how long the show keeps going for. It seems like you know. it's going to go on forever. Everybody loves it. Okay, one last question. Yeah. What's new? What are, what are you oh doing that you God. can share? What's a, what's a hot product? What do people need to buy now? All right, all right. You're gonna you got. I'm gonna I'm gonna move around a little bit here because I'm gonna right. show it to you. Okay. But um, what we have new here is the most incredible thing I've probably ever invented, and I'm gonna tell you this in full disclosure. I have to run around my office. It's a mess. Um, this is as big as Scrub Daddy. I'm not even kidding. It's as big as Scrub Daddy. Um, what we've done is created the world's most durable eraser product. So if you're familiar with like the Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, it's a very, very popular product. It's got 10 to 15 facings in almost every single store. The problem is that you use it and it literally falls apart in the first use. And so it's a very, very delicate piece of melamine foam which is very effective at removing marks and scuff marks, but it literally crumbles in your hand. And now I know why they call it magic eraser because it magically disappears while you're using it. <laughs> so I, I started a project a year ago to create something completely revolutionary that would actually replace that in every store chain in the world. And it's launching in about 30 days. Wow. And it's literally, you're, you're actually the first oh. person to see this. This is Eraser Daddy 10X with scrubbing gems. And if you look close, what you're going to see here is we've incorporated scrub daddy pieces into melamine foam in a hybrid. Let me pull these out for you. I should have had someone come do my camera work for me, right? But let me give you an this example. This is good. Oh, look at that. Look, look at this. So it's got scrub daddy on the back. Nice. And it's got a composite hybrid blend of melamine foam. And you can't see this on camera, but this thing is so durable. It wow. actually scrubs and scrubs and scrubs and erases stuff exactly the same way the other one does, but it doesn't wear. 
it just when, lasts and lasts. When, when can and we buy that? When, when is that going to be for sale? Um, in about a month. We have uh, already, uh, I have major store chains, Bed Bath, Walmart, Lowe's, Kroger, um, HEB, um, Meyer. I, we have some major store chains that are, that as soon as they saw it, were like, oh my God, um, like Target. like And so you're going to see this on the shelves. I would say in about 30 days. All right. Smart. You're a smart man. Good. I don't know if it's smart. It's, it's, we don't, we don't stop. <laughs> you I know, the minute that. you stop, someone's coming to eat your lunch. So we just figure we got to be ahead of the curve all the time. Um, there's always people coming out with stuff, trying to compete with us now. You know, we're not, uh, the only one out there. I've got 50 knockoffs a day that I have to deal with. Um, a lot of times I'm able to, to beat them with, you know, a lawsuit if it's an actual infringement, but, um, sometimes it's not, sometimes it's like, you know, they just come out with a, a material that's not ours, but is similar. Uh, they make it in a shape that's not mine, so I can't sue them. And they don't use my trademark, so I can't stop them. And we face, you know, competition, legitimate competition. Right. But they're not, they're not a brand. And we're a brand with 34 SKUs. Um, you can look behind me. We've got, like, my whole thing is full of all of our new products. And we are a full built-out brand. So when I go in a store, I'm not like, hey, we got a smiley face sponge. You guys interested? I'm like... So we've got Scrub Daddy, Scrub Mommy, Scour Daddy, Eraser Daddy, 10X, Sponge Daddy, Big Daddy, Soap Daddy, Screen Daddy, Scrub Daisy. I mean, which goes on. And they're like, okay, okay, okay. You got, you got a brand. Okay, and one last question. The name. I love the name. But not everybody loved it at the very beginning, right? And how did you, no. trust, your, how did you trust your instincts to stay with that name? You know, I could tell that it felt right. Um, it was it 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 embodied the the same features of the product. You know, the product was um, anthropomorphic. It had a personality, and it needed to have a name. It wasn't going to be like magic sponge. You know that you got a smiley face that looks like an emoji. It needs to to speak to you like it's part of your family, and. It was just so natural. Like the minute I heard, you know, my COO was the person who actually named it. We were going through different names for this product. And literally he was like, you know, it looks like a radical skateboard guy with, you know, the spiky hair, like kind of like the go daddy symbol. We should call it scrub daddy. And I'm like, oh, and I, I mean, the minute that he said the name, I, it was over. Like, I was like, thank God we're not a big corporation. And I just make the decisions. Um, and that's it. It's over. Move forward. Um, and I've never looked back. And honestly, it's turned into what we are, which is a fun, playful brand that's got cool, fun names like daddy and mommy and people bring it into their homes and it literally becomes part of their family. Right. You should look at our Instagram account. I mean, people are crazy about Scrub Night. It's like a cult following. They're, they're literally going. Yeah, exactly. It's like Aaron, it's like um, emoji in your house. Thank you very much for coming on. My pleasure, I mean, always. I, you know, it's amazing. You're such a nice guy, and, and you're, you've always been so kind to everybody, and you're just an amazing individual. I cannot thank you enough. No, it's my pleasure, and I hope that uh, we can inspire the next uh, generation of, of entrepreneurs. I, I, I love seeing uh, people come up with great innovations. Well, you set um, the bar pretty high. <laughs> I'm not done yet. <laughs> All right, everybody. Aaron Krause. 
Got a great product, Scrub Gaddy. Watch him, buy it. It works. The guy is everywhere coming up with new ideas. Never stop inventing. Hey, is that correct? Never stop? Never stop inventing. Get ready to see our next family member take over the world. Right here, guys. Right here. Aaron, thank you very much. My pleasure, man. Thank you. Hey.